Welcome to the Aspen Collective Podcast. This is your host, Amy Bender. To find out more about this podcast, check out the first episode titled The Heart of the Aspen. A few months ago, I was really struggling with some discouragement, fear, and anxiety. I wanted to share what God spoke to me in the midst of those struggles, because maybe it will help you, but also it's something that he continues to speak to me to try to get me to understand how to overcome and be victorious over those fears and anxieties. I'm going to read to you in Philippians chapter 4 verses 8 and 9. Finally, brethren, whatever is true, whatever is honorable, whatever is right, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is of good repute, if there is any excellence and if anything worthy of praise, let your mind dwell on these things. The things you have learned and received and heard and seen in me, practice these things and the God of peace shall be with you. I want to focus on that very first part that just simply says whatever is true. Now, like I said, some months ago, this is what the Holy Spirit spoke to me as I was struggling with some things. And the struggle isn't, hasn't necessarily ended, and I still find myself battling discouragement or fear or worry. And what he spoke a couple of months ago is still something that is really impacting me and making a difference in me being victorious in this area. And so a majority of my fear and discouragement, and probably yours too, comes from dwelling on things that I don't know for certain or from considering all the what-ifs. So if you have a teenager in your home that is driving, and maybe every time they pull out of the driveway, you are overcome with worry about what if something happens to them right? So that those what ifs, those are things that are not true, right? They are not factual. They have not happened. You are anticipating all the scenarios of what could happen. And that's what brings you anxiety. Same for me. When I was struggling, I knew and almost probably 95% of the time, my struggle comes from what if this happens or what's going to be the next step in this thing that is happening and I don't see it being a good thing, even though those things haven't happened yet. But my mind is consumed with those things. And so the Holy Spirit continues to nudge me with, are those things true? And unfortunately, the things that I'm focusing on when I am discouraged and worried and fearful, those things aren't true which means I need to stop thinking about those things. I wish that it worked like a light switch, that I could just quickly turn those thoughts off when they're not true. But the light switch wouldn't really require my dependence on God, would it? I do need his help, and he promises to give it to me. So the Bible says that I can take every thought captive and make it obedient to Christ, which is in 2 Corinthians chapter 10, verse 5. That actually means that it's possible to control what I'm thinking about. 
God doesn't put stuff in the Bible, instruct us to do things that are impossible to live by. It doesn't say it will be easy, but it does say that it will be possible, right? I want to read a few more verses from Philippians chapter 4, and it's just a couple of verses ahead of verse 8. So I'm going to read Philippians chapter 4, verses 6 and 7, where it says, Be anxious for nothing, but in everything, by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God. And the peace of God, which surpasses all comprehension, shall guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. So again, when I follow those few simple steps, he promises peace. The coolest part is that it says the peace of God will guard your hearts and your minds. In other words, his peace is my helmet to protect me from the thoughts that are not true. But I still have to make the effort of taking those thoughts captive and taking those things to him in prayer. In fact, just yesterday, I was really overcome with some stress and frustration. And essentially the things that I was consumed with were out of my control. And I was really, I was just overcome with what's going to happen next and how can I help in this situation and what do I do? And again, the Lord just reminded me to take my thoughts captive, to stop focusing on the things that are not true, but also reminding me to take it to him in prayer, which is something that I addressed in the last podcast. And when I did that, and I poured out my heart to the Lord, I really did sense his peace come over me. And so that word, peace, it's an incredible word, and it means so much. But then the other word that I love is in verse 9, where it says, The God of peace shall be with you. If you are not walking in peace then you need to reconnect with the Lord because he is the God of peace. I'm not saying that you're not a Christian. I'm not saying that you are damaged goods. I'm not saying any of that. What I'm saying is if you aren't walking in peace, then I would like to encourage you and challenge you to spend more time with the Lord because he is the one that will give you the peace that you long for and that you need. And I'll just share, this might even seem a little bit silly, but I'm just going to share this because I, my prayer is that it might help someone. So a lot of times when I'm laying in bed at night, that's especially when I will start to really get consumed with the thoughts of things that are not true, things that will bring about some worry or fear or whatever. And so one of the things that I have found as just a tool to help me get my thoughts away from the things that I shouldn't be thinking about is I go through the alphabet and I will list different things. So for example, I'll think of foods 
and I'll go through every letter of the alphabet and I'll say, okay, A for apple, B for banana, C for calamari, D for, I just went blank on um, anything that starts with D. You could use dog food. I mean, why not, right? So the point is it, it sounds ridiculous and it, it's kind of like the principle of counting sheep. Um, but for me, it actually gets my mind on something that has nothing to do with the things that are consuming me that are not true. And so I do that. Um, sometimes I'll think of food. Sometimes I'll think of names of people that I know. Um, sometimes I will do cities or states or other places or landmarks or restaurants boys names girls names like you name it you can probably find something to list and go through the alphabet and usually I fall asleep before I hit the letter Z or sometimes I'll get to the letter Z and I'll have to start all over um, so I know that might seem silly but for me I have found that it is just one small tool in my tool belt to help me take my thoughts captive and that doesn't replace the of course it doesn't replace the taking the things that I'm thinking about that I shouldn't be thinking about and taking those to the Lord like that is the first thing that I need to do and I need to focus on the things that are true the things that are true when I think about my son leaving and driving away instead of worrying about him, and a lot of times I don't worry about him, but sometimes I do. And when I do, I pray for him. I pray for his safety. I pray that he would have quick reflexes and that he would um, be alert and focused and that God would protect him. And then when I am done praying for him, I will find something else to think about. And sometimes I have to force myself to think about something else. But that is the principle of taking those thoughts captive, making them obedient, because making them obedient means that I am focusing on things that are true. My son drove away. He's not in an accident. He hasn't been in an accident. So that's not true. I can't focus on that. Instead, I can focus on something else that is true. So I hope that this has encouraged you and maybe challenged you. I know that this is something that I will continue to probably bring up in other podcasts because I feel like it is something that believers wrestle with a lot. And I am convinced and I know that God has given us the tools to be victorious over these things that bring us anxiety and worry and fear. And we have the power because of who he is and his promises to us. We have the power to be victorious. You do not have to live in fear. You do not have to live with anxiety and worry. It is not a promise of God. It is not. And you are not destined to live that way. Let's pray. Father, I thank you for your promises. I thank you that you desire us to be victorious, even in our thought life. 
God, I thank you that you didn't design us to live in fear and worry, but that you give us tools and principles and promises that tell us we can be victorious. God, I thank you that you desire to give us peace, a peace that truly does surpass all comprehension. And so God, I pray for myself and for anyone else that struggles with anxiety, fear, whatever it may be. God, help us to take those thoughts captive, to focus on what is true, to take our requests to you, and to allow you to guard our hearts and our minds. I thank you for those promises. I thank you that you are faithful to your promises. In Jesus' name, amen.